Welcome to Antique Dust. Hello and welcome to another thrilling, exciting episode of Antique Dust, where we're dusting down the lovely, lovely Bergerac. And we have just watched episode seven. No, actually, no, episode eight. Episode eight. Yay. Is it episode eight? Episode I've no eight? idea. I don't know. I've lost. I'm, I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track now. Yes, it is episode eight. Uh, the company you keep with series three of Bergerac. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, so, so tell I'm me, Jonathan. tell me who you are. Well, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And, and together, together we, we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Woo! Talking about total nonsense about classic TV shows. Uh, this one is Bergerac, which is lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, obviously, we don't need to go and explain Bergerac because there's umpteen episodes previously. So if you've gone through them, well done! Uh, so, uh, The Company You Keep. This one was actually... It had all the hallmarks of being something really fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, some really, really great campy acting going on, yeah, and pretty poor direction and pacing. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. controversial! Controversial. So, uh, it starts off with uh, a couple having a bit of rumpy pumpy in a Porsche. Now, if you've ever had rumpy pumpy in a 911, it's not a great deal of space in there, and so. Well, speaking as someone who's never had Rumpy Pumpy in a 911... Oh, do, you, do you stick to Rumpy Pumpy and Range Rovers and transit vans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, transit vans with mattresses in the back. Oh, classy. Classy. Amazing what you can get up to on the M6. It's so disappointing for people that do that when now they have, they've got the traffic calming thing so there's no hard shoulder. Yeah. So, anyway, so it starts off Posh Bird, um, who is gorgeously camp and yeah so you're talking about angela marshall yes played by mel martin yeah what else has she been in okay so let's have a look uh two episodes of casualty two episodes of touch of frost two episodes of heart there's a pattern here two episodes of heartbeat two episodes of holby city uh two episodes of uh, no, sorry, one episode of Midsummer Murders, one episode of Doctors, Rosemary and Time, Born and Bred, three episodes of EastEnders, two episodes of Silent Witness, well, everyone does two episodes of Silent Witness, uh, Cold Feet, Card File, Hetty Winthrop Investigates, God, she's done Dale and Pascoe, she? she's been around for a... So she's she's like a complete jobbing actress. I mean, she's lovely. and She's been around since 1969. Wow. Nice vintage, isn't it, sweetie? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and she's still around. She's still with us. Yeah. So I gorgeously played. She's just off her truck. Oh, she was married. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, she has been married to John Dateen since to 1998. Who's John Dateen? Oh, John Dateen. I remember... Well, I remember John Dateen from is the the day of the triffids the bbc rep oh BBC is that bit. the original one the bbc the version the bbc did ah because there was a remake but that, that, that was actually quite good well i don't know which one you're talking about i'm talking about the version that the bbc did in the 19 uh, 1981 
Oh, that's the one which the had Dave Ken Kitchen. Masters in it. Really? Yeah, it was in the earlier. That's a crossover was, between yeah. Howard's way and. Is that when John Howard gets swiped by a, a triffid? <laughs> I think Ken Marston, and he was wearing a polo neck as well. Yeah. He was also in Rainbow, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> one, only one episode. I, I, I just, I'm on internet movie database. And oh. apparently, apparently he did an episode of Rainbow. Oh, he's now Bless married him. to the lovely Jan, and he's Harvey. Married Jan Harvey. That's right, isn't it? Yes. So who, we're, the talk, actor. we're talking about different people. I'm talking about John Dettin. Oh right! Oh, okay. you, you seem to be—you seem to have segued on to someone completely. To, to Ken Masters. <laughs> so anyway, so going back to the lovely. So what, 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 what are we talking? about? We're talking about Bergerac, <laughs> okay. sweetie. It's episode yeah, yeah. episode eight of series three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing so, it now. General plot line is two Aust- London burglars, Coot and Langdon, targeting the homes of Jersey residents. Their accomplice being. Thrill-seeking Angela, Marshall, sister-in-law of one of the victims, who's who's feeding them information about when owners will be out and where where the safe under the rug is and all the and all rest the general of it. nonsense. She's having a fling with Cook, who's played by Tony Selby, and he's been in everything. He's been in just about everything. I remember him. London's Burning, wasn't it? Uh, no, I remember Tony Selby particularly from uh, Get Some In. What where the hell's that? That was a sitcom, uh, late seventies, uh, about uh, national service. He he was a he basically he did a lot of shouting. He was the shouty corporal uh, right. in, of get get some in. Okay. The other one, the other one, Langdon, uh, played by Mike Grady, who latterly uh, was in Last of the Summer Wine for quite a long time. But I, I remember particularly, again, back to the 70s, because I'm old, <laughs> uh, Citizen Smith. Yeah, no, still don't know. So it's le- leaving me very cold. Uh, I'm not, oh, even, well. not, not even getting any warmth there. Oh, well. So, um, general parade of uh, burglaries. Um, sort of the yeah. Angela character is sort of really enjoying being posh bird talking sort of yeah. rhyming cockney slang because she wants to be a cockerney or at Cock- least she's it's a, a cockerney yes. yeah so and she talks about going up the apples and pears, apples and and pears and on and the dog i'll answer th- i'll answer the dog and bone darling and <laughs> but she's quite bonkers quite deliciously bonkers bonkers i actually used to have a um a, a, an aunt that was a little bit like that you used to yeah i used to have uh, uh, yeah. Who's, so, who's this you're talking about now? Uh, you've never met her, but I had an aunt that she was a driving instructor. Um, I, I always remember this because I always remember going. Was this down in that London? Down in that London. So she, she used to have. Uh, she used to do many, many things. She used to have f- f- flights of fancy, and she used to, uh, she used to do this and that and the other. And for one period of time, she wanted to be a driving instructor, and I was fascinated because she had the dual control minis. And I was sat in the front, and she allowed me to press the brakes and things like that. How old were you? Uh, about eight. Okay. So, but okay. she always had uh, a range of suitors that a were, range of suitors. Were, 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 were quite dandy, sort of gentlemen that dandy were, suitors, dandy suitors that were gentlemen that were um, moneyed and basically allowed themselves to be dressed by her. So, what does that mean? So they were quite. They had very very um, modern 
um, dress sense, which was very stylish for the time. But what time? So we're talking late seventies. Uh, this is, this is set, yeah, late seventies. Late seventies. So, so that would be what wide lapels, wide lapels, big, big moustaches, which were sideburns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, which are all, so, but I mean, they're all very, very lots lovely. of nylon, probably. Yeah, yeah. This was the same art that actually used to have a leopard or a jaguar. The the, the cine film somewhere of a walking in. Sorry, Park. sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's just what 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 she had a leopard or a jaguar. Yeah, well, she, she had, had a, an exotic. Well, in the sixties, she had an exotic. Uh, she she had uh, she had a cat. Um, a big she, cat. A big cat that she, she. I think she bought it in Harrods, and uh, or. What's that in Selfridges? You know, um, I'm, you know, I'm going to disapprove. You are going to disapprove, but I say there is cine film of her walking at it in Dulwich Park. Eight millimeter cine film. Yes. Where is that film? I, I want to see that <laughs> I have film. No idea. I, I demand. Know. I demand. <laughs> so I never know what happened to that cat. It was very well. Yeah. Well, either it either died of boredom. Or it's been let, it let loose on Bodron Moor. <laughs> Bodmin Moor. <laughs> so. The beast of Bodmin. <laughs> so she was a little bit bonkers, but she reminded me very much of the Angela character. Yeah. She uh, didn't she didn't rob her all in, all her neighbours, did she? Your aunt, no, your, your aunt. But she did have a really sort of furry sofa. So it was a generally That's what happened to the cat then. <laughs> that's what she had it turned into a sofa. <laughs> it was this big, big sort of wood panelled sofa and you used to sit on it and if when I was wearing shorts it was just like really itchy and she always made homemade brandy snaps which were like 90% proof so she actually she put actual brandy into yeah. brandy snaps yeah well, I, she, I know nothing about brandy snaps did not did brandy snaps have brandy in them I don't know I, 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 I grew up in Scotland we don't have brandy snaps in Scotland you don't have furry sofas or, or, or furry sofas you don't sofas, know your jaguars or, or, or your jaguars. exotic pat in, Dull in Dulwich Park we don't don't while being filmed with a city camera we don't have you've not lived <laughs> so anyway. clearly clearly so Angela's a bit bonkers going back to birth she's not the only one by the sounds of it now she's married to Dennis Lill Yes. Now, Dennis Lill, uh, I remember Dennis, this is on my yesterdays, but my my main thing about Dennis Lill is that he played uh, Major Benji in the Channel 4 version of Map and Lucia. Uh, that was the very original one, wasn't it? Well, the original, the, 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 the original TV version, yeah. Ooh. Major Benji Flint. So he's quite he's quite nice and is very forgiving because obviously yeah. you know, he was also in Doctor Who, but we won't go uh, into that. Ruga. I suppose in Tony Selby he played Glitz. Oh, Glitz, Glitz. Anyway, <laughs> so Dennis Lill plays the husband. So Den yeah. So it and basically the it could be t it could have been put together. I a think lot it's a tighter. terrific idea. The the whole the whole setup is. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, 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 it's terrific. You know, that whole kind of posh girl with the, you know, with, the, with, with the bit of rough on the, the side, side and, and, and taking, taking enormous delight in having her friends and relatives and neighbours robbed and all their jewellery stolen and all the rest of it, loving every minute of it. That's such a terrific it's a really, And it was really setup. badly executed. Uh, well, it was, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if I would say it was really badly executed but what i would say is that is 
not as well executed as it could have been. As it could have no. been. Um, so Bergerac, so ultimately Charlie is involved. Of course he is. He knows everyone. He's, he's, he also gets robbed. Um, and there's um, a, a sort of an old colonel something or other that gets robbed at the beginning part of some jewellery. Colonel Wimble. Wimble. No, not Womble. Wimble. Colonel Wimble. A Wimble way. Who, who then fires, <laughs> randomly fires a gun at the... A, a Depart- revolver. The, the departing burglars. Yeah. Who are, to be fair, are totally useless. Particularly um, the Mike Grady character, the, 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 the younger one. I mean, they're they're both rubbish. I mean, they're, they're rubbish, rubbish burglars because that whole start thing at the start is that the younger one is, is keeping a lookout, but they haven't, they haven't agreed what the signal's going to be. So, and they just thre- so thre- he throws, throws a stone. Which goes through the it window. smashes the window. I mean, really, oh, just they're just rubbish. It, 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 rubbish. It, it, it's, it's, it's like uh, the Keystone cops do robberies. Yeah. But uh, my, my question is, okay, mm. so here's a question for you. You might have paid more attention to the episode than I did. Were you lapsing into a coma through boredom? Roy Barclough. What was the point of him? That, sorry, that was going to be my... <laughs> that was my question. What... What was the? Is, I mean, unless he's being set up for a future episode. episode what? What? Hang on, let me just check that. But but there was no point to him. What was the point of him? I say Bergerac's coming back from uh, from that there London um, with a, a witness, uh, which is Roy Barraclough, who is a convicted felon that has done check fraud up to six thousand pounds, which was probably a lot of money at that time. Uh, it's, it's a reasonable amount of money now, so I pay for a newspaper. Um, so, and he's got bad halitosis, yeah. which they make a, a little bit of a joke yeah. about. But, but it doesn't this is, this go is anywhere. A, this is the only episode he's in. So, it, I mean, it's just a bit... What was the point of that? It was just a bit... Pointless. I know what the point of that was. It what? was, by th- at this stage, Roy Barclough was quite a well-known actor. Done loads of stuff. Famous for being with Les Dawson and all the rest of it. I just wonder whether it was there was it was just some kind of was deal that, or yeah. Well, you haven't been on Bergerac. Everyone goes on Bergerac. Yeah, but yeah. he didn't do. He had no fu- no role, no, no. function. No, in it, this was, it was just a little bit of nonsense. Just we a have a bit more sh- throwaway. We have a little bit of Charlotte uh, wearing something really, really horrible. Yeah. I mean, she's gone from dead glam and made up and nice hair to to. So helmet here and helmet really hair. awful and twin set. A twin set with some with some some downward stripes, yeah, which are accentuating re- her massive bosom. Yeah, sorry, love, that just did you <laughs> it's no not working. No favors at no. all. No, and we don't see any pot plants at all or, or, or fumble around on a, on a typewriter. So that's very very disappointing. Um, but it does look like she was actually on Jersey, so she must have had a a bad day or a permit run out and they just wheeled her on in anything that, that was available well presumably one of the one of the series shooting blocks involved her being in jersey f- probably f- for a few s- snippets and different episodes so that must if she was on jersey then that must be one of the part part of that shooting block that she was yeah so she was shipped across because those who haven't been following that thus far 99.9 percent of charlotte's uh filming was all done at the BBC Ealing Studios where the the interior of the uh the the like Bergerac's office and so on that was all that was all shot in Ealing. Yeah, so overall it 
It mims it along okay. There's some nice scenery, uh, mainly windswept beaches with a Porsche with a squeaky suspension. And it, it, it just didn't really flow too well. It had the fault that, uh, you know, I'm not being too mean to say that a number of Bergerac episodes have is that it all gets neatly wrapped up in the last 30 seconds, seconds. often with a bit of exposition explaining And everything, the wrap-up happens off-camera. Yeah. So you don't have that satisfaction. So uh, it, she's up, uh, Angela's up in the ante with her crim boyfriend, and uh, so she's having a meal at the Royal Barge outside on the car park. I mean, would you, I mean, if you were having a clandestine affair with a... Well, there's two things about that. One is, you're having, you're, you're a married woman probably quite high profile on jersey very 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 wealthy um would you invite your crim boyfriend to have dinner with you have a salad the on the barge. on the pavement uh outside the the royal, the, the royal barge no no probably wouldn't and but then would you riskily. well clearly and then would you invite your crim boyfriend to a, a garden party at Charlie use, using his own name yes <laughs> Yeah, oh, he's into scrap metal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, jewelry mm. he's offloading. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just yeah, it, it was a bit bonkers, and there was obviously Bergerac is a little bit suspicious. Yeah, Charlie, Charlie, because he was at the garden party yeah. along with Charlie, and Charlie got this bit of a romantic subplot. Yes, with, with old Charlie, widower. with Dor Dorothy, Dor Dorothy. Dorothy. Dorothy, who's staying with Charlie, but then gets all her jewellery stolen, gets recovered, yes, gets recovered okay. at the end. But, but um, no, there seemed to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a, mm. little bit of a, a bit of chemistry. Ooh, I wonder if she'll be in a further episodes or not. Uh, do you want me to find out? Yeah, go on. He's no. on the database, folks. I'm on. Bear I'm on. With, I'm bear on with. Uh, no, she's not in any other no, episodes. No. So clearly, oh, she was in butterflies though. I love Wendy Craig. Lead Amanda. So anyway, uh, moving swiftly along, um, he goes along. She's Angela feels really, really that frisson because uh, her crim boyfriend is at a garden party with her husband and and hobnobbing with all her friends, and some of which he's actually robbed. Um, then it gets neatly wedged in that her sister is going away with her husband. And she's looking after their two Alsatians. Um, she notifies the Crims about where the safe is. The Crims then get access to the property and start breaking the safe in. Uh, a next door neighbour phones the husband, uh, Angela's husband, and says, oh, there's some decorators going on. Are, is, are they having any decorating work done? And then mm. they go round and sort of... Uh, um, sort of narrowly Surprise miss, the burglars. Surprise basically. the burglars who make a quick getaway. And then at the same point, the sisters arriving with husband a little bit earlier from the holiday. Everyone gets all great questioning. Why are the Alsatians in the kitchen? You know they never go in the kitchen. And la, 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 la. And how come they knew, knew where, only the four people here knew where the safe was? <gasps> Shock. What about the people? The, the, the cleaner, the uh, people that fitted the safe, the carpet fitters, uh, the decorators. I'm sure there's lots of other people. And then it all gets neatly wrapped up with the... Um, Crims getting their next flight over to France and then off camera being arrested in France with swag. Yes, and then having their criminal 
history sort of being revealed yeah. and all that. That stuff was a bit it. pants. Yeah, it was a very quick, quick bit of resolution. Resolution to that. You know, my biggest disappointment mm, for this episode was that, according to the Internet Movie Database, the the model by Craftwork. I didn't hear that at all. Uh, did I miss that? I don't know. No, but no. I didn't hear it at all. No, I didn't hear that. So yeah. that's my maybe in the car radio. I was looking forward to. To oh, she's a model, blah blah blah. Oh, blah I was blah, looking blah. forward to that, but it didn't happen. Oh. Um, and the, the, this episode was written by Tony Horde. Tony Hoare. Hoare, um, who is an ex-crim. Well, was an ex-crim. No, uh, he still is an ex-crim. He's he was, dead now. He was a crim. He was a crim. He was in prison. He wrote a script. He was an unsuccessful. <laughs> he was an unsuccessful getaway driver. Uh, yes, it didn't Career get away. criminal. He wrote a. He was in prison. Wrote a novel. Then the, 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 the writer, Alan Plater, came to the prison to do a lecture. He gave him a copy of the novel. The, the novel, and Alan Plater suggested that he might want to write radio plays, which he did, and then that led to a successful career he writing for the Sweeney. Sweeney and Bergerac, and also he was um, very, very good with Minder. Yes. And he was a, it was like the driving force of the Minder script. Yep. So, so it was... So, the description was good. It was the direction. He also did write an episode of Up the Elephant Around the Castle, but we won't dwell oh, on... Oh, that Jim Davidson. We, we, we won't dwell on that, because that was rubbish. It was too serious, though, didn't it? It was too serious of rubbish. Oh, I actually quite enjoyed that as a child. But then again, I was very young. That was before we were That was realized. 1984. <laughs> yeah, so that was 1984, so I was 11. Okay. So... I think I could have still been mildly amused at that. So, but I think the setup was really good. It had some really delicious actors in there, and it had some gorgeous lines. But it was badly directed. The pacing was all off, off, off kilter, and it was. I just uh, this is the, like the second wrongum we've had in this series. Where previous well, ones, they, they can't all be gems. No, they can't all be gems. But it could have been a gem because it was so. It could have been lovely, but it wasn't. And I'm just like very disappointed at that. Mm. So, because it had, I mean, cause they get the, they've got a really good cast. I mean, the first series and the second series, it was just finding its feet and finding which direction it's going. And I think it's going in that like whole cozy. Yeah. But cozy, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's season four. When Susan, the estate agent, is introduced, as it all kick off, that's then? when it really gets going because Louise Jameson and John Nettles have such terrific chemistry. Oh, so we've got two more episodes of this series to go. But what we're going to be doing, listeners, we're going to have you like this. This, this is going to be the ultimate thing for you. We are going to um, park Bergerac. Until the autumn season. Yes. So we're coming back to autumn. We are um, we're, we're, we're operating the Lovejoy at the moment. And we're doing gorgeous films. And we will be introducing the James Bond. So because uh, obviously the, 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 um, 
James Bond, the current film, Kill Again or something. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I don't think it's called Kill Again. Oh, is it Kill? No, Kill Bill. No, that's the, that was Tarantino. Um, yeah. But it's, it's one of those. The one which was meant to be coming out in a couple of weeks' time. This, I think April it was meant to come out. Yes, on. but it's now coming out no, in November. In November. So what we thought we would do, we would watch every single episode of James Bond. I'm witter endlessly about it. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I think it's 23 or 24. So we're going to be kicking off with Dr. No. No. Or Dr. Oh, no. Oh, no. So we're going to be doing doing James Bond on the Sunday slot. So that will take us up to when the film goes. So we will do a review after we go to the cinema and see the actual film at the cinema. That'd be lovely. So it won't be just cool. keep that. I've never seen a Bond movie in the cinema. Have you not? I oh, actually, come to think of it, I might have. I I might have seen Moonraker uh, in the cinema, but I might one, not have done. The first one I I saw at the cinema was when we went to our holiday home in Pithelli, and we saw A View to a Kill at Pithelli Cinema. And is that Pierce Brosnan? No, or that Timothy was Roger Do- Moore. Roger Moore. A view to a kill. A view oh, to a kill. It's Ro- Roger Moore. Is it Maud, Maud Adams in that one? Or uh, oh, uh, oh, never mind. We'll um, find out when we do the podcast. It's got the Grace Jones. Oh, that one. That one. This, oh. the, Roger Moore's last outing, and then I saw the Living Daylights at the cinema. No, that is Timothy Dalton. That is Timothy Dalton. That's the first one he did with Timothy, uh, with Timothy Dalton, who was great, and. Then oh, he was great in Doctor Who, his Russell on. But Timothy Dalton was great in, Fl- in Flash Gordon as the person that put his hand in that little glumpy, gloopy mm. thing. No, he didn't put his hand up. He did. That, that was no. That, oh no, that, that was the that Blue was Peter, Peter Duncan from Blue Peter. Who no, he was wearing a devastating moustache, wasn't it? Yes, he was. He was sort of he. He was like the the leader of the. Bow, was the it? Bow the forest, forest, <laughs> forest people, the forest dwellers, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some such nonsense. Yeah. And uh, we'll have to do a Flash Gordon podcast. <sighs> Gordon's alive! alive. Damn it! Oh. And, and what else? So the other, the other one I saw, um, Gold Finger. Finger. No, no you're, too, you're too. No. You're too. You're uh, too young. It was the, Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. I've seen and Tina a, Turner and singing the title yeah, song. And I've, I've got the also one with the invisible car. That was a bit shit. The one with the, the one with Madonna. Car. In it. The one with Madonna and an invisible car. Yeah, it was the last time Piers Brosnan did it. I don't. I don't remember either Madonna or an well, Madonna was car. playing. It was um, a fencing coach, and she also did the theme tune. No, sorry, it's um, no, is it leaving you dry. And I think did we see did we, did we not see Skyfall in the cinema? Um, don't know, I don't remember. Anyway, we're whittering on anyway, so we've got two more episodes of the lovely Bergerac and then we are kicking off with James Bond. So um sort of fasten your seat belt, sort of start to start to get a little worried if we go near the objective seat. And uh, off we go. So if you have any comments on this lovely episode of Bergerac found it was thrilling and exciting please let us know what that panty does on all social media platforms and we would love to hear from you so in the meantime it's jonathan signing off saying farewell and it's goodbye from me rob bye bye
The Bergerac Podcast is an Antique Dust production.